Welcome to Unyielded, Thriving No Matter What, where we talk about how to make your next chapter in life your best chapter. I'm your host, Bobby Kaler, and I believe that the best is yet to come. I was recently out biking, and I came across a young woman who was struggling to ride her bike up a hill. And here's the thing. We have all been there, right? We've all faced that hill that it just seems impossible. It is a wall. I cannot tell you how many times I have, you know, wobbled up the hill when I first started biking or when I had to push my bike up the hill, you know, walk it up the hill. But here's the thing. When it's happening to you, it can feel like you were the only one in the whole world who is facing that struggle. And as I passed her, I spoke some words of encouragement and and she said it was her first time out. And by the look on her face, she wasn't feeling very good about herself. And that made me sad. And as I cycled, I thought, man, I'd like to be able to, to encourage more people who are where she is. You know, starting out on a path of trying to become more fit and feeling maybe a little discouraged about it or uncertain about what they can do. Because trust me, I get it. During my, my recovery back in 2003, it took roughly 18 months before a doctor told me that it was safe for me to try to go out for a walk again. 18 months. And my first walk was to the end of our 20-foot driveway. 20 feet, that was it. And I barely made it back into the house. And I was drenched in sweat when I didn't make it back in, even though it wasn't that hot outside. And then I collapsed on the couch and I went to sleep for hours. But I kept walking, unless unless I had a relapse that sent me back to bed, which did happen occasionally. But I kept walking. And and I kept slowly and painfully adding distance. And here's, you know, the, here's the thing about that. Sometimes that distance was only maybe five more steps, but that was a victory. And if I was out there walking at all and not in bed, that was a victory. And I had to shape it that way. In 2007, I ventured into a health club in Chicago so I could walk on a treadmill inside instead of outside during the winter, which if you've ever lived in Chicago, you know it's cold and icy on the sidewalks. And I remember, you know, I got on the treadmill and I mean, I'd been in a lot of health clubs before, you know, before getting sick. And I walked a very slow 30-minute mile and my heart rate topped 170, 170 when I, when I was walking a 30-minute mile. I got off the treadmill and I wanted to sit on the floor and cry. I mean, four years into the journey and I couldn't, couldn't number one, I couldn't walk any faster than a 30-minute mile and my heart rate was way higher than it should have been. But I kept doing it. In 2010, I took my first bike ride in Vail, Colorado. And I was, I was so excited to be out on the bike. And I made it one mile. One slow, painstaking mile where I had to get off at one point and walk my bike up a hill. And after the mile, when I got to the end of the mile, I had to stop 
and, and get off off the bike and sit on the ground for a few minutes because my legs were shaking and they were burning. And then once that finally stopped, I, I, I rode back home and I collapsed on the couch. But I kept getting out there. And I focused on the joy of being out there and being, being on the bike. And I stayed focused on my progress. Could I ride even 20 yards farther than I did the last time I was out? That was a victory. And what I can tell you is I have struggled up more hills than I care to count. And I've had to walk my bike up more hills than I care to count. And I've been passed by more cyclists than I can count. And none of that matters. What matters is that I kept getting out there and I, and, and, and I kept going. And yes, now I can cycle mountain passes, but it didn't start that way. Actually, cycling mountain passes wasn't even on my radar. It wasn't a goal. It wasn't a vision. It wasn't a dream back then. And frankly, I used to look at the people who would ride mountain passes and I'd think, what in the world possesses someone to want to do that? And now I know the answer to that. For me, it's because I can. And it, and, and it symbolizes how far I've come and how strong I am now. But again, it started with walking to the end of a 20-foot driveway. I'm 57 now, and I'm stronger than before I got sick at the age of 37. And it didn't happen overnight, but it did happen. I don't want anyone to give up on their ability to, to be active or to be fit. Now, not everyone has to cycle mountain passes. That's just my crazy jam, right? But, but what about being able to get outside and, and take a walk or play with the kids or the grandkids or, or play a game of pickleball or golf or tennis, whatever that is? And I have to say, pickleball has become a new love of mine. I've, be, I've become completely addicted to it. But no matter what the starting point is, it is just a starting point. I promise you that. I know that for myself because I've been there and I've also know it because I've coached so many people. We often mistake our starting point for our for our ending point and it's not they're vastly different. It's just our starting point. So keep going and believe in yourself and have some fun with it. That's one of the most important things we can do is have fun with it because that will keep us going back out there. So going back to the young the young woman who was out cycling and feeling discouraged. A few minutes after I passed her, I thought, you know, maybe, maybe that is one of the reasons that I had the experience with my illness so that I could, you know, maybe provide some, some hope for others who need it. Because trust me, my starting point, back when I got sick, my predictable future at that point was to spend the rest of my life in bed. So, I hope that you'll that you'll help me spread this message by sharing this with someone who needs some encouragement to keep going. Thank you for support and keep rising and thriving. 